Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGV is all about. Everything you do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to your own benefit. You work in good, and that is what it is. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful service. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, so we're going to share the word quickly. I want to share on wisdom and power. On wisdom and power. First Corinthians 1. First Corinthians 1 from 24 to 31. Oh, thank you for utterance, for eloquence and utterance. Amen. But to those whom God has called, we are reading First Corinthians 1 from verse 24 to 31. Alright? But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Amen. But to those whom God has called, Christ is both the wisdom of God and the power of God. 25. For the of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the wisdom of God is stronger than human strength. Again, for the presence of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the wisdom of God is stronger than human strength. 26. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of this world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. 24 says, But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. 
So I'm checking here and I can't find Bolu's high. Bolu, are you here? Okay, she is. Alright, awesome. Attend that. Okay. Glory to God. Wisdom and power. Now, there are certain truths about human Christ. There are certain truths about the new man in Christ. Okay? One of which is that he is forgiven and his works are acceptable to God. Again, one of these truths is that you are forgiven and your works are acceptable to God. Your works are no longer, you know, are no longer from self-righteousness. Alright? They are not filthy rags, but rather works of faith from the gentle spirit. Works of faith from the new birth spirit. Amen. So your works are acceptable and pleasing to God. Again, you know, for the unsaved, there are good works. When it comes to salvation, you know, they are counted for as filthy rags. Right? But for us, our works are works of faith from the new birth, you know, new, newly better spirit. Our works are acceptable and pleasing to God. Hallelujah. Another truth is this, that the Spirit of God lives in you. Romans 8, from verse 9 to 11. The Spirit of God lives in you. Romans 8, from verse 9 to 11. Romans 8, from verse 9 to 11. It says, You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh. Look at that. But you are in the realm of the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is referred to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised us from the dead is living in you, He who raised us from the dead will give life to other bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. So, if you belong to Christ, you have a Spirit living inside of you. If you belong to Christ, you have a Spirit living inside of you. That is so vital for the topic of conversation, okay? So, and because a Spirit is in you, okay, you are indwelt with His wisdom and His power. The wisdom of God and the power of God is in you now. The Spirit in you is not our Holy Ghost. It's not water. The Spirit in you is full Holy Spirit, okay, with all its faculties and abilities that work. So, in you is the wisdom and the power of God. I will say in Job 32 8, 
Job 32, 8. Job 32, 8. Job 32, verse 8. It says, There is a spirit in man. The breath of the Almighty gives them understanding. Okay? There is spirit in man. The breath of the Almighty gives them understanding. Glory to God. Alright? There is the spirit in man. The breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. So, it is the fusion, the communication, the relationship of your spirit with the Holy Ghost that gives you understanding. It is the fusion of the new birth spirit and the Holy, the Holy Spirit inside of us that gives us understanding. So, when we, you know, appropriately communicate to the Holy Ghost, we receive His understanding, you know, in applicable, you know, um, areas of our lives. The Bible says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So, the Lord gives us light through our new birth spirit. Okay, so, God leads the believer through his spirit. The spirit of man, you know, the new birth spirit is where God leads the believer from. Okay, so our, our fellowship, our communion with the Holy Ghost is where we receive light from, is where we receive ideas from, is where we receive understanding from. So the one that is one with God has access at every time see to the wisdom of God. So we should never be lacking in wisdom. Why? The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And the Holy Spirit lives in us. His breath gives us understanding. So by our communion with the Holy Ghost, we have access to divine wisdom at every time. Okay? So we must understand that part of our nutrient realities is our capacity to create. Creativity is part of our nutrient realities. Why? The believer is compulsory creative because it proceeds from a creative force. To take, take this down. The believer is compulsory creative because it proceeds from a creative force. The believer is made by the word. The same word that made the heavens and the earth. That same word is what made the believer. Since we are made of incorruptible seed, the word of God. We are made of incorruptible seed. We are made of God's word. So that same word that made the entire earth, that word that God spoke, that brought us to six, that same word made our spirit. Okay? So we are made by creative force. So we are compulsory creative. Also, we are indwelt by the Holy Ghost, the same spirit that went into action and made everything. So we are we proceed from creativity. 
So there has to be something more about how the believer thinks. There has to be a deeper dimension to ideas that proceed from a believer. Let me tell you something. Now, God's Spirit made the earth and the earth. Meaning that the Holy Ghost knows things about the world that nobody else knows. Meaning that He knows things in physics, in chemistry, in philosophy, in, 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 in human resources. He knows things in medicine. He knows things about chemistry. He knows things in the art. He knows things in engineering that nobody else knows. Why? He made those things. You know that? The secret things belong to God. So there are things that only God knows up to now. So, I believe strongly that God would have, you know, His children see His, his secret in creation and exploit it for profiting. Do you understand? I believe that when we begin to work with the Holy Ghost more and more, and begin to channel our, 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 our work with Him to every part of our life, begin to, begin to have unusual ideas, wisdom beyond what anybody on earth has access to. Why? The Spirit that made everything lives in us. Do you understand? The Lord, by wisdom, made the earth. Okay? And Christ has made unto us wisdom. So, you know, this wisdom is available to us. Wisdom for creation. Wisdom for creativity. Wisdom for, for exploit is made available to us. So, believer, you are creative. So, say after me, I am creative. I can't hear you. Say after me, I am creative. I am creative. God's creative force, the Holy Ghost, lives in me. So, I am compulsorily creative. I am made of, of God's word. That same word that said light be and light was. I am made of the word of God. So therefore, I am compulsorily creative. There is creativity in me. There is creativity in me. I am compulsorily creative. I am never stuck. I am never stranded. I always know what to do. Do you understand? Compulsorily creative. Why? Christ has been made unto you wisdom. Glory to God. So, we know that the things are in Christ. They are assessed by revelation. Philemon 1 6. That the shed of our faith may be effective by the word, the acknowledging of every good thing that is ours in Christ. So, these things, eh, they are available to us. But we operate them, you know, by acknowledging that they are ours. Do you understand? By acknowledging that they are ours, we begin to operate in them. So you are going to add to the thing that you have in Christ. Creativity. Creative excellence as part of your new Christian realities. You are creative. So we see these things expressed a lot in the OT, in the Old Testament. We see it a lot in the Old Testament, okay? Now, even though most of them, most of them written, written especially in the epistles, you know, they are still part of God's spirit. Why? 
God does not change. Again, I'll say that again. We see some, some things that God did, you know, written down in the Old Testament, expressly written. Now, some of those things are not really seen in the epistles. It is not that God has stopped doing them. Why? You know, um, there are things that, that, that we know that, yes, they have stopped, okay? But there are things also that are part of God's nature that cannot stop. You know, we know it, the Bible says, Malachi 3 6, God speaking, I am God. I change, no, Malachi 3 6, I am God. I change not. So, God cannot change. So, if God was creative, God is creative and will forever be creative. If the Holy Ghost was creative, you know, He is creative and will forever be creative. If God's Word was creative, God's Word is creative and will forever be creative. Why? I am God. I change not. So, we see God in the Old Testament, you know, and that's people for creativity and wisdom. We see and other people for creativity and for wisdom. Open to First Kings 3. First Kings 3, 10 to 15. First Kings 3, 10 to 15. First Kings 3, 10 to 15. If you are dead, motion. First Kings 3, 10 to 15. Now, I should. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, Since you have asked for this, and not for long life, or worth yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in admitting justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning act, so that there will never be anyone like you. Okay? Nor will there come again. So that so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. That's it. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands as David your father, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon awoke and realized it had been a dream. It's not Jerusalem, stood before that of the Lord coming up as a sacrifice, both offerings and such offerings, then they gave a feast for all his court. You see that? So, the Lord anointed Solomon with wisdom, such that, you know, he had a wise and discerning act, so that there was never anyone before him, nor anyone after him. In wisdom up until Christ came. So the Holy Spirit anoints for wisdom. The Holy Spirit anoints for wisdom. Unusual wisdom. 
unusual attitude, unusual understanding. Do you understand? So these things are available by the Spirit. Amen. Exodus 31. Verse 1 to 6. Exodus 31 from verse 1 to 6. Exodus 31 from verse 1 to 6. Don't forget, if you sleep, I will catch you. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Or, of the tribe of, of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills, to make artistic design for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of crafts. Moreover, I have appointed Oholiab, son of Aisamak, of the of Dan, to help him. Also, I have given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I have commanded you. So we see here that God gave them unusual wisdom for artistic designs, for arts and crafts. So God's wisdom is available in every sphere of human endeavor. Yes, God's wisdom that you can put into tailoring. Yes, God's wisdom that you can put into farming. We see how you know we see see how Isaac you know use God's wisdom in farming, in irrigation. Do you understand? You see, you see Jacob also. How by God's wisdom, you know, God told him what to do, so that you know his uncle would not treat him any longer. You know, by, by God's wisdom, you know, he got the the fattest of the animals to his side. See, there's wisdom from God for every sphere of human endeavor. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Do you understand? Glory to God. Okay, let's go on. Don't forget, I said, God has not changed. God has not changed, okay? If in the past, he had not for wisdom in secular skills, God is still doing it today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So let's go on. Alright. We see him also bless people materially. These things are hard. These things belong to us. So don't zone God in your life. Don't let religion make you zone God. That you only use God for church things. But you don't see his work, his wisdom and power in your secular affairs. Do you understand? Okay? These things are hard. When he gave us his son, he gave us all things. He's saying at that point, I am holding nothing back from you, my children. If I gave you my son, okay, 
am holding nothing back from you. All things are yours. First King 4. Let's see, you know, Solomon's number of oppression. First King 4. From verse 20. First King 4. From verse 20. God's wisdom and oppression in Solomon's life. The people of Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand on the seashore. They ate, they drank, and they were happy. And Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms from the Euphrates River to the land of Philistines as far as the border of Egypt. These countries brought tribute and were Solomon's subject all his life. Look at that. Because of God's wisdom operating through Solomon, the entire country, you know, was they had a lot to eat, to drink, and they were happy. And other nations served them and brought tribute to them. See, God's wisdom operation will make you live in plenty. You will spend from plenty. Okay? You will live in peace and you will be happy. This wisdom is available to the man in Christ. Look at this. So, 22 says, Solomon's preparations were 30 cores of the finest flour and 60 cores of meal, 10, 10 eggs of stall-fed cattle, 20 of pasture-fed cattle, look at that, and the 100 sheep and goats, as well as deer, gazelles, roebucks, and choice fowl. For he ruled over all the kingdoms west of the Euphrates River, from Tipsa from to Gaza, and had peace on all sides. Look at that. During Solomon's lifetime, Judah and Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, lived in safety. Everyone under their own vine and under their own fig tree. Look at that. By the oppression of God's wisdom in Solomon. Okay, during his time, glory to God, during his time, they lived in plenty in Israel and they lived in peace all through the years of Solomon. Why? The oppression of God's wisdom. So, when you begin to, you know, put God's wisdom to work in your life, you have access to this, you, you live in peace. And in prosperity, this is God's will for you. This is what God's wisdom did for Solomon and Israel. This is what God's wisdom will do to you, for you and your family, your employees, your employers. Okay, wherever you set this wisdom for bread, this is what will happen. You will live in peace. You understand? It says Solomon had four thousand stalls for child horses and twelve thousand horses. Look at that. This will govern Israel this month. So preparations for the for Solomon and all who came to the king's table. They sought to it that nothing was lacking. They also brought to, to their proper place, to the proper place, their quotas of barley and straw for the child for the child horses and the other horses. nine. God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight 
and a breath of understanding as measureless as the sand on the seashore. Look at that. Solomon's wisdom was greater than, than the wisdom of all the people of the East and greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. That's one. He was, was, was better than anyone else, including Ethan, the Uzarites, better than, than, than Eman, than Kalko, and Dada, the sons of Mahol, and the same spread through all the surrounding nations. Look at that. So they even compare Solomon to a man that are wise in his generation. And no one could be compared to Solomon. Why? Solomon was operating in the wisdom of God. Again, remember, Christ has been made unto you wisdom. Look at that. 32. He spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs numbered 8,005. He spoke about plant life from the city of Lebanon to the isop that grows out of the walls. He also spoke about animals and birds, reptiles and fish. From all nations, people came to listen to Solomon's wisdom, sent by all the kings of the world who had heard of his wisdom. People traveled far just to hear Solomon speak. Why? The wisdom of God was at work in him. And Christ has been made unto you wisdom. I want tonight to enlarge your mind to, you know, begin to demand more from God's Spirit at work in you. Begin to demand creativity. Begin to, you know, draw out excellence, innovation from God's Spirit inside of you. These things are what available to you. You have got to know they are yours and begin to expect to save your life. Okay? Christ has been made unto you the wisdom of God. Yes, sir. So, you know, when we see Christ, right? Christ spoke about Solomon and says, He is, you know, he says, talk about Solomon's wisdom, how no read Solomon, blah, 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 blah. But it says something that right now, he was greater than Solomon. Matthew 12, 42. Matthew 12, 42. A greater than Solomon is here. He told them, a greater than Solomon is here. So, when we compare, when we see how much Solomon was wise and all that, Christ came on the earth and he showed, you know, he, 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 said, he said to them boldly that he was greater than Solomon in wisdom. Do you understand? And Christ has been made unto you wisdom. Don't forget that Christ did not just come to show, you know, he did not come to show what God can do on the earth. He came to show what man through the Holy Spirit can do. So he didn't come to just show off, you know, wisdom of, of Yahweh. No. He came to show what, you know, man through the Holy Ghost has access to. So, remember when, 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 when the Christ speak, and they'll say, we have not heard such wisdom before, or we have not seen such power before. Okay? The wisdom and power with which Christ operated is available to the new divine Christ. It's available to you. That's why he says, 
that you shall do greater works than this. Okay? You have access to wisdom right now. Infinite wisdom right now. You have access to wisdom, to creativity, to innovation. And you have got to place a demand on these things. You have got to see how God's wisdom can show in your job. Whatever your job is, even if your job is to be a cleaner, you have got to investigate what God's wisdom can do in cleaning. See, when God's wisdom is oppression, ordinary cleaning can become a multimillionaire endeavor. So we have got to begin to investigate how do I bring in God's wisdom into my daily affairs. Creativity, excellence, innovation from the new better spirit. Okay, so Christ gets to show what we can do and much more. That's why he says we will do without than this because he goes to the Father and will send the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we should begin to have bigger dreams of what the new man in Christ can do. Okay? Have bigger dreams of what the new man in Christ can do. There's wisdom available for you, for your academics, for your career, for your marriage, for whatever you plan to do. There's wisdom of God available to make you stand out. So, help yourself to you know, unbox your world. You know, you know we, as believers, we can sometimes get so rigid, so straight, so narrow, you know, so one-sided, no creativity. We have to help ourselves, okay, to unbox a bit. Don't let, don't let religion hold back, hold back from creativity. Okay? Let God breathe into everything that involves your life. Are we following? Do we understand? Do we understand? Glory to God. Okay? So I want to see us as TGC, as believers, creating solutions now in, in our industries. I want to see what God's power and wisdom at work in you can do in tech, can do in finance, can do in accounting, can do in my resources, can, can do in engineering, can do in the arts, you know, can do in medicine, in biochemistry. What can the of God do through us? We have got to place a demand on God's wisdom. You know, the Bible says something to me. He says, it is wrong, you know, it's a problem. When um, princes are walking on barefoot, but slaves are riding horses. See, it's a problem when believers are not creating, but the world is creating. When we, when we cannot find, you know, what believers are doing, it is an issue. We have got to apply God's wisdom to every thank you area of our life. Okay, see, this is our issue. We, we tend to postpone to the millennium. We tend to postpone to the rapture. The things the world is right now. We tend to say, you know, in the new world, there will be no more sickness. In the new world, no more dying. In the new world, no more crying, no more crying. Okay, we are through with you, right? But you are, we are the light the world is right now. And we ought to be shining right now. We are the light the world is now. Okay? The world needs us desperately right now. And we ought to shine our light now. 
Stop postponing to the millennium, to rapture, after rapture, what the world needs desperately right now. As long as we are in the world, we are the light of the world. We are the hope of the world, okay? And we have got to, shed, to, to, to shine God's light to our world. See, let me tell you something. See, what will happen in heaven and thus millennium is full manifestation and unveiling of realities we already have in our spirit. Again, what will happen in heaven and in the millennium is full manifestation and unveiling of realities we already have in our spirit now. Take that down. The, the, new, the, the new thing would be our bodies. We will have the same spirit we have now. So, what, what does this mean? That, you know, the real deal that makes us creative, you know, spiritually, is the spirit man. And that spirit man will be the same as the rapture. Meaning that we will not be more creative. We will only be more aware of our creativity. So, why not right now? Begin to train yourself to yield to, to your spirit, to yield to, to creativity from the union, union of the spirit with the Holy Ghost. Do you understand? Okay? These things are available to us now and will show if we expect and yield to the spirit in this area. Okay? We can walk in the spirit in relation to creativity. We can walk in the spirit in the area of creativity. Power and wisdom are completely lost in our individual spirit, okay? If you are filled with power, you are also filled with wisdom. Because why? Power and wisdom have the same source, the Holy Ghost. So, that we are filled with power also means we are also filled with wisdom. Okay? Because the power of God and His wisdom are from the same source, the Holy Ghost. So, you are wise now. You are creative now. You are descending now. So, we have got to learn how to yield to the creativity of God on our inside. Okay? Hallelujah. The spirit we have received is not half spirit or part spirit. We are fully supplied. All things are hard. When he gave us his son, he gave us everything. So, we have got to begin to channel his wisdom and power beyond church activities. Beyond things we do in church. See, we are the light of the world. We are not the light of the church. We are meant to shine more in the world than we do in church. See, they need our light in the world, not in the church. So, we, are, we, are, we have more, much more responsibility, much more demand to show God's light in the world. And one way we do so is creativity, solutions. Okay? Solutions. We are the light of the world, not the light of the church. We bring solutions to our world. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is very important, okay? So we must begin to think about this. How will I shine world 
in my life shine light, in my career, in my music, in my art. How, what will be the extra touch that will say and say, okay, this guy's wisdom is not from here? Amen. Amen. Okay, so we have to be more aware to the operations of God's Spirit in wisdom and power as applied to every area of our lives. So, decide today that I will not work my career on human wisdom alone. I will work my career on my hustle alone. I will engage God's wisdom and power in my career. It will show that I am a child of God. It will show that I have access to the Holy Ghost. See, the one that can hear the Holy Ghost ought to be a very wise man. The man that has access to the Holy Ghost ought to be the best in, in, in his endeavors. Why? We say we are hearing God to God. It has to show. We know the issue is we don't expect him to show up in these areas. Why? Religion. So we have begun to zone God from parts of our life. So for example now, you spend most, most, most of, your, of, your, of your day at work, you know that, right? Or, at class, or in class. You spend only a few times in church. Well, how come we are zoning out the work of God from the place, place where we spend our most times? We act as go as though God doesn't care for the rest of our lives. But trust me, God does not change. If God cared to bless Solomon with wisdom, if God, it does not change. If God cared to bless Solomon, to bless Israel materially, no, 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 no wait, 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 God worked with. Check. God bless them. You will see that God does not change. He is the same yesterday forever. He wills to bless you in wisdom, in material resources, okay? We have got to expect Him to show up for you in that area. Don't be religious, okay? Don't, don't just be, be very religious. This is what I mean. You know, let God in you show in every area of your life. Why right? it says in Colossians 3 that in what or did, do everything in the name of the Lord. So everything you do matters to God and it wants His wisdom and power to show up wherever you show up. So, TGC has to be known for creativity. We have to be known for God's wisdom and operation. You have to, you know, deliberately pray every day over your career, your work, how will God's wisdom show up today in my endeavors? Okay? Do we get that? So, if we do think like this, you find that your mind, your spirit man begins to direct your mind into outstanding ideas. You begin to wonder, okay, why do I think like this? Where are these thoughts from? Okay? Because you have visited your, you have visited your spirit man you know, to, to, to God's spirit in the area of creativity. If you do this, you find it so easy, at least a lot easier, to rise in your career and secular endeavors. God's wisdom can lead you in stock markets, can lead you in it can lead you in every area of human endeavor. Okay? Yours is to know that Christ 
as they made unto you wisdom and power, they begin to channel this wisdom and power to every area of your life. Okay? Is that good? Are we blessed? Just in the table right now. And begin to say to yourself, Christ has been made unto me wisdom. I am compulsorily creative. I am compulsorily discerning. I am compulsorily wise. I am compulsorily powerful. Please say to yourself, Christ has been made unto me wisdom. Made unto me power. So therefore, I am wise. I am discerning. I have creativity. I am full of witty invention. I am not boring. I am not just blessed. No, I am outstanding. I am excellent. Why? Christ has been made unto me the wisdom and the power of God. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.